0: Welcome to Abundant Feminine, a podcast for my fellow girls where we talk about entrepreneurship, manifesting, and just keep things real as fuck. Yay. Today I have one of the most beautiful and beautiful on the inside too. She's such a sweetheart and the queen of Boss Baby Kini's, Brooke Souza. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am so excited to have you too. And we actually just finished shooting for my new brand, which is called Grow Babe, and it's a little plant business. I haven't talked about it yet on the podcast, and I'm excited to announce it. And Brooke just picked out her very first plants. Well, I guess maybe not your first plant, but your first plant for me.
1: It's so cute.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. And I transformed my office into like a bikini workshop because if you don't know, Brooke owns a bikini line yes (laughs) and we'll definitely talk more about that but today the plan is to just have a conversation as usual so I can't tell you exactly where it will flow but we are definitely going to talk about how she started her business and about manifesting and just some cool stuff in between there so let's get into it. Um, I'm so nervous I don't know why like I feel like I'm at a job interview or something but hopefully I'm not gonna be weird. <laughs> <laughs> you are so well spoken and I always feel like that so I know that this is gonna be good and we talked a little bit before like this morning when you got here and I think there's really cool stuff to unpack there but I guess to start what was it like growing up for you? Okay so for me growing up um, I was
1: one of four siblings. My parents have always been together. They're still together now. Um, but a lot of people don't know this about me. I actually have a super like country family. So most people when they maybe me think I'm like a city girl. I've had so many people tell me that they think I'm from California even. <laughs> but yeah, I actually grew up in a super country family. So my brothers and my dad, them, they're all divers and they hunt too. So I'm kind of like the white sheep is that the right
0: i think that the black sheep is sticking out i'm crying yeah okay so black sheep i'm the black sheep of the family that's so fun but i'm sure growing up in that kind of environment you definitely have some like local girl vibes in there too like i'm sure you were with your brothers and dad and stuff for some of that too no i'm definitely a local girl at heart And I think it's so cool what you've built and, like, just how um, the image that you have for yourself. But I know from knowing you that you're literally one of the most genuine, kind people I've ever met. And it's almost, like, um, surprising because of how stunning you are. Like, I always joke with Brooke and say that. When people go to, like, plastic surgeons, they, like, show your body. And it's, like, this is, like, what I want. Like, it's perfect. And it's just, like, unexpected how kind you are. Stop. You're making me blush. (laughs) But I feel the same way about you,
1: honestly. And I feel like, too, I was just noticing this when I came in here. But I feel like you just have such a vibe. Like, you have a really high vibration. That's, like, a type of manifesting thing. I don't know if you've ever heard about it. But you definitely give off, like, really good vibes, and I've heard a lot of people say that about you, too. Oh, my goodness,
0: Brooke! You're going to make me blush! Like, (laughs) that's the best compliment I could ever get, I feel like, because I definitely believe in all of that kind of stuff, and I've heard about that, too. And I want to have an energy that's, like, nice to be around and, like, a pleasant feeling, not, like, a draining (laughs) feeling. And yeah, I know I said it, but I definitely feel like that about you too. You're very like calming and like you make everybody feel comfortable and you're just really nice. So I love that. Look at us just hyping you out. Girls for girls, man. Like I'm all for it. But when you were a kid, did you always know that you wanted to be a business owner or when did that kind of come to be? So, my grandma was actually a business owner. She was actually a super
1: amazing designer and seamstress. Wow! And she had her own business, too. So, um, I always was, like, interested in it, but I never really tried it. But growing up, I've always been super, like, artistic, like, drawing. I love drawing. There's so much that people don't know about me, but, yeah, I've always been just really involved in, like, arts and stuff. Um, but I didn't know that I necessarily wanted to be... A business owner or designer until <laughs> later on but I've always been influenced because my grandma was a seamstress and a designer. That's really cool. What kind of stuff did your grandma design? Um, So she actually is the reason to I've got involved in pageants and pageantry so she designed like super beautiful gowns <gasps> um, Halloween costumes like she can make anything honestly so it wasn't bikinis like how I design, but yeah she just made
0: everything under the sun. That's really cool so when you were doing pageants um did you get to wear her dresses? Um so I never had one designed by her
1: I always wanted to but unfortunately she passed away but I was actually like hoping for my next pageant she would be able to make me one um so I think that for my next pageant I'm gonna have a dress inspired by her so maybe like use her designs from before and try
0: to incorporate it into the dress. That's so cool. Okay, so you said for maybe a next pageant, do you have something in mind? Well, okay, so it's not like set in stone, but one
1: day in the future, I would like to run for Miss Hawaii.
0: Oh my goodness, Brooke Souza, you would be the perfect (laughs) Miss Hawaii. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. Um, Out of curiosity, over the years, what pageants have you done?
1: So I won Miss Hawaii High School and I got the title for that, and then I went to the Nationals for that one. And then um, I won one for, well, it was kind of like a pageant slash bikini contest, which I can't believe I won a bikini contest, but I won that one for the job I was working at. And then I was first runner-up in Miss Hawaii Teen USA.
0: Cool! So, yeah, I've been doing pageants for a little while. That's awesome. Do you feel like there's anything... Or what do you feel like is the best thing that you've taken away from doing pageants? Honestly, the best thing has
1: definitely been um, learning interview skills, because I feel like I've always kind of struggled with speaking. I don't know if you can tell through this right now, but I've always just been so like nervous whenever I'm like speaking, even if it's just to like another person, even like someone who I'm comfortable with like you. I just I'm always nervous speaking. So I think that pageantry definitely helped me to get better at that. And
0: public speaking as well. That's true. And I can definitely see that because I know that you always tell me that, like, it makes you nervous. And, like, every time I do vlogs for um, my photography business, such as how Brick and I met, um, and I'm, like, going to point the camera at her. She's always, like, oh, I hope I do good. Like, I'm nervous. But she's literally always so on point And you speak so well. I'm sure everybody listening can hear that. But that's really cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I heard that your grandma really inspired you in Boss Baby Bikinis. But when did you start that? Um, So,
1: I started Boss Baby Bikinis. I actually never thought of starting a business and then one day i kind of just randomly well i quit my job that i was working at i was a waitress and a bartender um and i really loved that job but just there were some things happening um with that particular restaurant it's a franchise and there was like a new owner and it was going bankrupt basically so i kind of like was forced into quitting um and then it just like popped up as like a thought to me. And I was like, I don't know, like, you know how you say it when you like think about or when you meditate, you these thoughts just kind of pop up to you and just mm-hmm. come to you like, oh, I should do this. And mm-hmm. I just kind of got this like thought that made me like, want to start a business. And I didn't know that I was going to start a bikini business in particular, but I kind of just like, was thinking about it. And I'm like, what business business? could I start and then I had family members and friends tell me like oh what is something you're super passionate about what is like the first thing that someone thinks about when they think Brooke Mm -hmm. and then the first thing that pops into my head was bikinis but I was just joking Uh like I was like bikinis and then like I started laughing and then everyone was like "Uh wait bikinis and I'm like no like what A bikini business? No, there's so many. Uh And then they're like, no, that would be perfect for you. And so it actually came up as kind of like a joke. And then I was like, wait, maybe that's like the perfect thing. So because I've always been super passionate about bikinis, So it just ended
0: up really working out. And yeah. 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 I That's so awesome. And I definitely think that when we have these like random ideas that are like, where the hell did that come from? It's totally like the universe giving us this little seed of like, hey, I know you can do this. Like, you're definitely capable of it. What do you think of this? Like, absolutely. Yep, I totally agree. Like a little hint in the right direction. And it's like, when you get random thoughts like that, it's so such a good idea to really like, ooh, like play with it in your mind and think about it and try not to be so scared. And instead of think of ways it could actually work, and i think that's cool that your friends or family were there to be like okay let's like see what you really have passion for because i always think that we're more successful when we're doing something that we love yes hundred percent. yes and i know that you have over a hundred thousand followers right now which is so crazy i think by any means people would consider you an influencer But at the time of when you started Boss Baby Bikinis, did you have a following at that point? Or was it just kind of like all of it got built together?
1: Um, So, well, actually, for my business, um, Instagram has had a huge influence on it. Actually, I would say like 90% of my sales are from Instagram. And I like leverage my personal Instagram for my business Instagram. Uh So that's where like most of my customers come from. I just recently found out like most of my a huge percentage of my customers um, are just people who support like me as a person, not necessarily just the business, you know, which is really cool. I'm really happy about that. But um, in the beginning of Boss Bay Bikinis, I actually I know I didn't have 100K, but I think it was still like pretty high up there. I want to say maybe like I had 50 or 60K uh-huh. followers. Um, but yeah, Instagram has been like the hugest influence on my business. It's helped me so much in so many different ways, so I'm super thankful for that. um but I feel like influencer is like for me it's such a
0: super it's like a weird word like I wouldn't consider myself like an influencer. I don't know. do you consider yourself an influencer? Absolutely not, but I don't think I have the followers that would make um Anybody consider me that anyway? But I definitely don't feel it. And I saw you like like
1: I feel like you'd be like a photographer
0: influencer. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like you're an influencer as a photographer. I appreciate that, but I definitely know what you like when I said influencer to you. (laughs) I saw you like roll your eyes a little, and I know it's like a term that's kind of like. I mean, some people wear it proudly, but it's almost like, oh, my goodness. For you especially, I feel like you have so much other things going for you. It's like influencer is not on the top of, like, what you're, like, of your brand list. I would not (laughs) even describe myself as an influencer.
1: And, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, influencer, I've noticed, has a really negative connotation. Like, people don't see being an influencer as a good thing. And I feel like people always think
0: influencers are, like, fake or whatnot. I definitely see what you mean and I can see how people can or I would imagine that a lot of people build this like picture of what they think you are based on your following and based on how you look and all of these things which of course we know doesn't matter whatsoever. You can be awesome and be beautiful which you are and I think people probably like just get the wrong idea about you because of all of those things like do you feel like that yes I definitely feel like that I feel like
1: pretty much everyone who just knows me from social media has like a really different view of me than like what the reality is so yeah that's something I like struggle with but um I'm super thankful for social media like even though I don't consider myself an influencer I don't mean that in a way like like I'm ever ungrateful because I'm super, super grateful for Instagram. It's brought me like so many opportunities. So I do love Instagram and social media, but yeah, I just wouldn't consider myself an influencer per se.
0: (laughs) I think that that's so awesome. And I love that about you. You don't act like you're entitled in any way because of your following or because of how pretty you are. I know I keep saying that, but it's just so true. I mean, Ever since, like, the first time that we've worked together, you've always been so on it and, like, respectful and just, like, trying to help me bring my vision to life and so humble. Like, it's crazy how much of a humble energy you have with all that you do because it's so awesome. Like, I just love it. Okay, so going back to your business a little bit, how did you come up with the amazing name?
1: Okay, so um, Boss Babe Bikinis, well, it was actually influenced by a lot of, like, women around me. Uh huh. Um, I feel like in this, like, time that we're in right now, um, Boss Babe is kind of like, a, like, a lot of women are starting businesses now, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you, I'm sure you know, because I feel like you're in this community of, like, Boss Babes. So, I was just really influenced by the women around me. And I also do modeling. So, I work for like various companies. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are women owners. And they're like really inspiring to me. So, it just, I kind of was just influenced by like my environment and the people around me. And I really wanted my business to be about like me transitioning into becoming a boss babe. So I felt like it was just a personal name. But actually, I forgot to mention this to you, too, before this whole, like, shoot podcast. I'm actually rebranding Ooh. my whole business. But so there's going to, I'm having, like, changing my name, everything. I'm going, like, gung-ho, like, we are rebranding. Uh-huh. Growth, um, sister. Love it. But I still want to have the whole, like, boss babe
0: vibe and, like, energy behind my business. For sure. But yeah, I am rebranding. I forgot to mention that too. Oh my goodness. Okay, so are you sharing the new name or not yet? You know what? I'm actually down to share the name because I did. This is an abundant (laughs) feminine
1: exclusive, you guys. Yes. Um, I did. I wouldn't if I hadn't registered the name already. (laughs) That's so smart. You never know. But yeah, I registered the name already and I got my domain. So this is it. The new swim name is going to be Cheeky. So Cheeky Kini.
0: I'm super excited. (laughs) So cute because you are the master of Cheeky Bikinis. Everything you have is super cheeky and cute and like makes your butt look so phenomenal. So I think that's the perfect name. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm super, super excited. And yeah, actually, it's funny you're saying that because that was
1: the whole reason for the rebranding. I learned that, like, in business, you really have to niche down Uh to, like, separate yourself and, like, really have a specific market. So I went with the name Cheeky or Cheeky Kini because I feel like that's really, like, my niche It's like, super cheeky bikinis. And I make them for, like, local girls, you know. Like, a lot of companies are focused on tourists, but I'm here for the local boss babe. So I just felt like Cheeky was the perfect.
0: It is. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Okay. So how did you come? Well, I guess because that's just who you are. Like it's the <laughs> epitome of your brand and everything. You do have such adorable bikinis that are more like a little bit on the scandy side, but still For always sure. <laughs> classy. Like I think that you do everything in a really pretty way. That's like sexy because it's who you are, but never like over the top. I feel like. Thank you so much. That's like the best compliment ever.
1: I'm so <laughs> excited that you said that. Yay! It's going to be so good. That's the vibe that I go for, too. It's like sexy, but, you know, still classy and like this confident look. It's funny, too, because cheeky is actually a play on words. Because the word cheeky means like bold and sassy. Have uh-huh. you ever heard the word cheeky? Oh, like um how British people use it. Yes, and like Australians, a lot of Australians use the word cheeky, so yeah, it's a plan word. Because bold, sassy, confident, and then cheeky, like literal cheeky bikinis. So yeah.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness, I love it. I can tell that you like poured a lot of thought and energy into this and it's just perfect. I'm really excited for you to announce it officially. And Thank you. Rebrand. So when are you thinking about doing this? Um. So actually, my collection that
1: I was telling you about, my new collection, this is my biggest collection yet. One of my, well, this is my second, like, custom collection. Um, and it has eight styles. I'm launching that sometime next month. Um, so I'm going to rebrand before
0: then and, like, really come out with it. So I'm super excited and nervous. <laughs> it's going to be so awesome. And this suit that you're wearing now is actually one from the new collection, yes, right? Yes. Yep. Make sure you guys are watching on YouTube. And <laughs> then you can see every, all of these things that I'm bringing up. But it's so cute. I love the butterflies. I feel like butterflies are really popular right now. Of Like everybody just being free and like um, trusting like all of the changes and stuff. I know that butterflies can symbolize those things and it's so funny
1: because I was just watching um your other podcast to Mm kind of like get ready for this one and I know you mentioned like you're super into butterflies and you like manifest things about butterflies so I was like it's so funny I didn't even like think of it when I was grabbing this suit but then when I got here and you're like oh it's butterfly friend I love butterflies I was like oh my gosh that's so freaking funny and random like it's
0: so cool yes it's (laughs) all in alignment sister i love that oh my goodness okay so when you started boss baby bikinis versus now what's the difference like as far as like designing and stuff goes
1: okay so i know i was explaining this to you earlier Mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't know like most businesses when they start out um there's something called wholesale most businesses are retails retailers um But they actually don't design their own, like, products or merchandise. Mm -hmm. And they purchase wholesale items. So I don't know why this is such, like, a huge industry secret. But I recently, like, found out. So many people don't know this. But, like, most of the companies you purchase from don't actually design their own stuff. And they purchase wholesale. So, for example, like, I don't know if you know, but Fashion Nova, Forever 21, Mm -hmm. all those huge companies they don't design every single thing. They um, purchase it wholesale. So that's actually how I started my business. And I didn't know that when I got into business, I planned to design my own stuff. But then after like researching about it and talking to other business owners, um, everyone's like, do you know how much it costs to design your own stuff? And then I learned and I was like, oh my gosh, like there's no way I can start a business if that's how much it costs. So I actually had to build up to this point of me designing my own stuff because it's so expensive and I learned so much um, throughout the years, but I just feel like this next one is going to be my best one because I have put all this knowledge like into it. But yeah, there's so much that I didn't know that I know now and that was one of the things.
0: Yeah, so with the new collection, you are actually designing this and you've built to the point with... Um, doing those smaller drops and stuff like that to where you have built the income in your business to put it into your very own designs.
1: Yes, I'm super, super excited. And I hope for anyone watching this, like if you are hoping to become an entrepreneur, any type of business owner one day, um, this can inspire you. Um, When I started off, I totally did not think I would ever have the financial backing to be able to design my own stuff but i am now and i'm
0: super excited and you can do it too if that's what you're trying to do oh brooke you're the best oh my goodness yes she's so right we can all do anything especially using the law of attraction which we'll definitely get into in a little bit but that's just so awesome and I think that for a lot of people their dream is to design like that dream that you had and then when they find out how much of an expense that is I think that turns a lot of people off and end up not doing anything. So I think the fact that you were like, "Okay, wow. Maybe you can't do it exactly like what I was initially picturing, but you still found like a way to go around that and still create the brand. I think that's really impressive. Thank you so much.
1: And also it never like really stops like having bumps in the road, I mean, like it never really stops because like I was mentioned to, mentioning to you earlier, um, I actually had to backtrack in my business because there was a huge holiday that my manufacturers were going through, so they weren't able to process and manufacture um my bikinis as at the date that we had planned on. So I had to go revert back to purchasing wholesale bikini stuff and then sell that in the meantime. So yeah, it never really stops. Like the ball's always rolling. You, I feel like you always have to kind of roll with the punches and
0: just figure things out as you go. That's like my motto. <laughs> yes, I think that that's the perfect motto for anybody who's starting a business or has a business. And I think that's a big reason of why you are a successful business owner, because When shit hits the fan, you're not like, oh, my God, we're closing shop. It's like, okay. I mean, I'm sure that there's a part of you that's like, oh, shit. But you figure out a way to fix the situation and do something to help alleviate what's going on. And that's what the key is to running something successful. Yeah, actually, I feel like um,
1: I think I read somewhere that the number one reason why businesses fail is not because of anything that has to do with finances, but it's because business owners just give up and like people just give up. And it's funny because I noticed like in real life, like that's like such a true statement. Like I've known so many people who just like as soon as something goes wrong or they don't make the sales that they want to make, they just give up. And as an entrepreneur, I feel like that's just not like a trait that you can have. You have to be able to be like one of those people who rolls with the punches and like doesn't give up because there's been so many times like even i was like oh my gosh maybe this isn't for me like this is not working out like i need to stop um but i just like had to keep pushing you know and so many successful business owners that i know personally have told me the same thing like anyone you know like who's a successful business owner they've had to go through this shit you know no matter how much it seems like their shit is together like even like the hugest corporations have had to deal with like huge bumps in the roads
0: that is so true and I think that little snippet of what you said is probably going to be really inspiring to people and I feel inspired by it too it's like we can't always have everything going perfectly it's just not how life works and I think that Even though it sucks in the moment, all of those little bumps in the road are teaching us some kind of lesson and just giving us the confidence that we can overcome that in the future. Like if that if a certain situation happened again, you're like, okay, I know what to do. And just in general, giving you the confidence that you can overcome the different obstacles that are coming your way. But do you have anything when something doesn't go as planned? that you tend to do or, like, a thought process that helps you be like, okay, no, we're going to do this. Like, we're going to figure it out. Um, Well,
1: whenever things go wrong, and I feel like things always go wrong, like, especially in business, whenever things go wrong, you just have to kind of, like, be on your feet and, like, not be negative. Like, the most – the best thing I feel like for me in my whole life, not just in business, um, that I've learned is – positivity and just being positive because when you're positive like no matter what's going on in your life no matter what failures or like bad things that you deal with you can always come back from it and you'll always do better if you're positive and you're happy like no matter what you deal with loss you know um not making enough money whatever you deal with if you're positive like there's always a way to turn it around and like make it
0: better you know 100% I think that's really utilizing the law of attraction to your benefit and manifesting in everything I think that's like the picture of it and like we I mentioned in a couple podcasts ago it's like when things are going wrong that's the time that you really need to focus on switching your energy switching your mindset to be in a better light because that's where the solutions come. When we're just, yeah, I think that when we're just so stuck in feeling bad, it's like all of the solutions are blocked because we're just like consumed by this like fear and negative energy and just like, oh shit, vibes. Absolutely, (laughs) literally spot on, exactly. Yes. Okay, so speaking of manifesting, how did you kind of learn about that and what that is? Okay, so my grandma was actually an astrologer.
1: I don't know if the term is astrologist or astrologer. Do you know? I don't know either, actually. Well, she was that. That was her like career.
0: <laughs> that is so cool. That is an insane accomplishment for her to be able to have that as her career, too, because especially as your grandma, I'm assuming that she is older and <laughs> generations back, which I feel like. Now astrology and manifesting and all of the spiritual kind of thing is starting to be more mainstream and accepted. But I can imagine at that point for her, it was very like frowned upon. Like that's not a career. Yes,
1: absolutely. Um, um, one of the things that I respected most about my grandma is that she was not afraid to like be in her power and kind of like be unique and live life in a way that she wanted to. Um, Because my whole family, like, not my immediate family, but my whole larger family, um, they're all super, super religious. So Mm -hmm. it's actually funny um, that she was an astrologer, astrologist. Um, So they actually, she didn't only, like, face scrutiny because she had a career that was unconventional. She also, like, got a lot of negativity because, My religious family members kind of saw it as witchcraft. I know that's crazy now. It's like, what? Witchcraft? But they they like really like, it was frowned upon for my family that she was like into that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. And I think that there's still people that would believe that. And it is just crazy because like astrology is based on the stars. And I think that with my relationship with god i know that he created every star i know that he is like, a big part of all of that and so i think that he gives us all of these different like spiritual tools like astrology and all of these different things because he's like guiding us along the way
1: exactly and i just don't feel like it's going against god at all i mean i'm not super religious but i'm i definitely believe in god and I, like, lean on him for everything. And I just feel like it doesn't go against loving or believing in God whatsoever. Because it's kind of, like, the same thing, you know? Like, I feel like manifesting is, like, a tool. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a tool, and he's the... I don't know the right Like, he's the one, like, making right. it happen. Yeah. Like, if astrology is the tool, he's the... Like, contractor? <laughs> yeah. I can't think of the expression right now. But yeah, I feel like it's just a really useful tool. And I don't think it goes against God at all. So,
0: did she introduce you to manifesting? Um.
1: So, like I was telling you earlier, I don't feel like astrology and manifesting are the same thing. But I mm-hmm. think that they would fall under kind of the same category. Yes. So definitely that was how I was introduced to that category of things and then actual manifesting came along um I feel like in recent years more so and it's so funny cuz I know I always hear you mentioning this movie the secret uh-huh so it's so funny so my mom was super into the secret when it wasn't even popular Like a lot of people don't know this, but the secret is Uh actually the Netflix movie came from a book Uh and the
0: book has been here for like years. Yeah. Like the secret has been like here forever. Like (laughs) it's old. (laughs) It's definitely been a while. And I think it's crazy that some people have been like knowing this shit like a while ago. So did you grow up like with your mommy teaching you this?
1: No, so it's so funny, so she actually mentioned that book to me, like, a long, long time ago. She was just talking with one of my cousins, and they are like, oh yeah, there's this book called The Secret, like, it's so good. And I was younger back then, so I feel like they didn't really, like, try to get me to look into it, because, you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of for, like, a more developed, it's a more developed type of knowledge, in my opinion. So I didn't really think anything of it. And then now I see everyone on freaking like Twitter and Instagram about like crystals and manifesting and the secret. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that like is the book my mom was talking about like years ago. And now it's like so mainstream and popular. It's just funny.
0: Yeah, it is. That's so crazy. So. I, that's really cool that at least in your household, it was knowledge known. And I'm sure your mommy tried to practice it if she read it and like felt strongly about it. No. So yeah, definitely. I didn't get into manifesting
1: until like recent years, but um, my mom always taught me about like being positive mm-hmm. and like thinking happy thoughts, you know? So I've always kind of had that like knowledge with me since like forever. So that's been super helpful. That's so cool.
0: No wonder you've achieved such greatness in your life to this point. I know there's so much to come. But the fact that as a kid, it was like there was so much um, emphasis on feeling good and like having a good outlook on things like I think that has probably helped you a ton in attracting more good stuff to you.
1: Yes, honestly, I think that manifesting like I didn't know what it was but I was actually like using it as a tool since I was like super young so people always ask me like I get it a lot like that people think I'm lucky like that's something that people just always tell me or like in high school people used to be like oh my gosh you always seem so like like you're doing good like you have a perfect life and I don't by the way like first of all I do not at all have a perfect life no Uh one does but I feel like I'm happy and just, like, in a good place all the time because – not because, like, I don't have bad things happen to me ever because everyone does and I do a lot. But it's just because I, like, kind of maintain this, like – this, like, happy spirit or, like, positive vibe, Uh like, all the time no matter what's going on in my life. So that's why people have that idea that I'm, like, lucky or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean – I think that most people weren't taught that our energy that we put out is going to come back to us. And that, I mean, not even necessarily that that's how it was put to you, but just to like be positive. I don't think that most people um, see such importance of maintaining that. And so seeing that you're happy all the time, it's like, well, she must have something that I don't. She must be like... Just living this privileged life, which I know isn't true. It's like you're choosing to fix your mindset about things and you're choosing to try to find your way back to joy and peace and everything when things aren't going good, which is just so awesome. But, and yeah, it just, it's like so full circle with what you're talking about in your business, like trying to get back to that good feeling space and that's how you like overcome so much. But- exactly. Besides that, how do you feel like you use manifesting in your business otherwise? So to me, I feel like manifesting has a little bit different
1: of a meaning because to other people, manifesting is just like the law of attraction and um, attracting things to you. Um, I just feel like, though, to me, manifesting only works when it's in combination with like, actually putting the work in Mm -hmm. and then being positive like we've been talking about. So for me, honestly, like there's not a specific thing where I can be like, oh, I manifested that into my life because I also had to like try, you know, for things that I wanted, I had to try. Um, So I feel like it's just a combination of everything and like everything that I have now that would be like considered successful or a good thing to people is because of, like, that combination of manifesting and, like, working for it and staying positive.
0: Yeah, I think that that's really true. And I think something that turns people off when they watch The Secret or read it for the first time is some people perceive it as, like, okay, so I'm just supposed to, like, wish for this and, like, think it's going to happen and then I can just sit on my ass and, like, do nothing. Like, that sounds fake. It's like, okay. No, literally, (laughs) that's how everyone thinks of it. Yeah, and it's... I don't think that that's what the... but. words sorry guys um I don't think that that's what the secret is teaching at all I think that we definitely have to put in the work too and be hardworking. but it's like the path doesn't have to be so hard of like just like miserable, like hard work constantly because the cool thing I feel like with being in that mindset that you have is The universe kind of delivers us steps of what to do next. So it's like, it's, I mean, because from where you started to where you are now, I think that's like a huge contrast. So I'm sure along the way, it's like you had to get enlightened ideas and like, ooh, I should do this next, even just like small steps. It kind of like goes back into what I was saying
1: about how I grew up in a family that was super like country. So the boys in my family, I have um, two brothers and one sister. So my brothers and my dad are actually kind of like not like my mom and I in terms of like manifesting and stuff. Like they think it's funny, you know? Like they think like, oh, it's kind of it's like a joke. And like, oh, she's going to meditate and manifest. And like they always like to like tease it and stuff because they're super realistic people. Uh huh. So I get that like side of it too. And I feel like I get that from my parents to like the other side of manifesting which is like realism and being like super realistic. So that's why I kind of have a mix of it. Like and I think manifesting is like attracting but actually trying and like working for it and taking the steps and then being positive too. So I I understand people who think like that. But I just feel like for manifesting people kind of have the wrong idea of it. Like I know like to be the devil's advocate let's just say, like, if I wanted to fly tomorrow, like, Uh a lot of people would use that example, like, okay, so I'm gonna really, like, manifest and attract me being able to fly by tomorrow, like, it doesn't work like that, it's, like, I feel (laughs) like it's a mixture of, like, you know, being realistic, so not, like, you know, you will never be able to fly, like, (laughs) you'll never have wings and, like, literally be able to freaking fly, but maybe it's going to be a different way, like you'll become a pilot or something, you know? And that's your way that you'll be able
0: to fly. So I think, like, you just have to have an open mind about it. 100%. Like, I couldn't have said it better myself, and I think that's so true. And I think a big part of manifesting is just trusting that the universe has a better plan than our own. So, like it the way that we're gonna get there doesn't necessarily have to be like what we think like to use your example it's not to say that we're gonna just be like lifted off the ground and like levitating tomorrow exactly. it's like maybe you'll have the inspired idea of like just taking an interest to planes and like that kind of thing but it's also like believing that it's possible like To say that I'm going to fly tomorrow, I think it'd be hard for any person, even a master manifester to think that they're going to start levitating and like flying around the room. (laughs) And that's like a big block, right? Because it's like, there has to be the belief to go along with it, that it can happen. And for us to believe that. So it's like, yeah, I I know that people can think of it in that way. And that was such a good example to show that, but Things are possible, and we just have to... We don't know need to know how it's going to get there, but it has to feel like it's even just a sliver of realistic for us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to say anything is possible, but just maybe not in the way you think, you know? Because literally anything is possible in the world. Anything is possible. Like, you can fly. Like, I'm sure before we went to the moon, no one thought it would be possible to go to the moon. It's just in a different way than maybe what your idea is you just have to kind of be
0: like creative wow bars (laughs) that is so so true and such a good mindset to have in business too like nobody knows how the hell they're gonna do a lot of things like i think most billionaires and huge corporation owners when they were starting i know some people had um the privilege of being given inheritance or money to start or something like that. But a lot of people had nothing when they started. And you think those people like the owner of Amazon or something in the very beginning stages, like knew exactly how he was going to be this like multi, multi multi-billionaire. Like absolutely not. Exactly. I think all along the way, we're given these like little miniature ideas and steps. And like, I get these a lot through meditating. How do you figure out your next steps for your business? Um, I
1: think a lot of the time, like, it's God in the universe. Like, I feel like the quote, um, you know, when one door closes, one door opens, I feel like in my life, Whenever a door closes, is when I start to think about how I'm going to make another door open. Like, like how I was saying with my business, I only started my business when I had to quit my other job because yeah, how, they were going bankrupt. Uh huh. How um, long ago was that? That was, I want to say, I started my business in 2019.
0: So okay, okay. Yeah, not Sorry, I cut you off, but yeah, that's totally a good representation of one door closing and another opening, like being forced to have to leave the job that you're probably more comfortable in. And I love that job so much. I had so much fun being a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And you must have got like such awesome tips, too. That was, <laughs> so that was the first time I've actually a lot of people don't know this about me, too, but I've
1: been working since I was 14 years old. And I've had, like, every job under the sun. And when I say every job under the sun, like, every single job you could think of, I've done it. So that was the first job where I was, like, making, like, a lot of money. And I moved out, bought my first car. Like, so I was having a blast. So it really was, like, a door, like, slamming shut because I was really, like, sad in the moment. And I had a family there. Like, I was super, like, I was really good friends with all my coworkers, so... That was like a door slamming freaking jet.
0: (laughs) I can imagine in that period, you were definitely really scared and just bummed at what was going on and that your whole life was changing. But looking back at it now, do you feel like it was a blessing that that happened, like a blessing in disguise? Oh, yeah, totally. Definitely. 100%.
1: Um, Because now I feel like I've, because like I said, I've been working since I was super young, so... Like, starting a business and working through social media has given me the opportunity to kind of, like, relax and take a break and make
0: my own schedule. So, that's been awesome. Yeah. I think that that's really good. You just have more space to uh, do whatever you want and enjoy your life. And I know that even though you have that stuff, you're also very much working on other things low-key. Yes. (laughs) that will bring you more success and more awesome blessings and i think it's cool that what you see of brooke suza on instagram and this beautiful girl isn't all you get like there's a lot that people don't know about that you're like silently hustling which is like (laughs) so awesome thank you so much of course And I think that for your brand, too, um, as far as like getting ideas and stuff, and I think like following intuition, I feel like you've always done such cool shoots and concepts for your brand, like for the last one. Can you tell me about your vision for that? Yeah, so the last one was the Dollhouse
1: Collection, and I kind of just wanted like a Barbie vibe to it, but um When I was choosing the models for that one, too, I didn't want it to be, like, the society's idea of a Barbie because I know there's a negative connotation on that, too. And it's that it's basically, like, the perfect white girl, you know? Uh That's what everyone's idea of, like, Barbie is with, like, a super skinny waist and, like, she wears tons of makeup. So I wanted to have a Barbie theme, but for the models, I chose models of, like, all different ethnicities Uh and just tried to make it, like... Barbie but diverse a little bit.
0: I love that. I feel like you're like the picture of like an island Barbie. Like you're so cute. But I love that shoot that you did too. And I noticed that there were some boss babes as models in there. Yeah. Yes. I feel like they're
1: all boss babes. All the I always try to choose people too who are like pretty outside and inside. So I feel like all of those girls were super, super pretty
0: and like beautiful as a person. So, oh, that's so cute. And I definitely feel the same in my business. Like as a photographer, I help a lot of my clients find the models that they're going to work with. And I can truly say if when I meet a model and I do our test shoot, if they're not a kind person, I will never recommend them I don't care how cute you are if the energy is like weird and like it's just I don't want to work with that type of person and I don't want to subject my clients to that either like and I just want to give the money and the opportunity to people who I feel like deserve it because they're good people Not amen the, yeah
1: you do choose really good models though
0: <laughs> I always have fun at your shoots. oh yay thank you so much yes yeah, so, like I Just think that we can know our worth and be proud of who we are and what we're doing, but there doesn't need to be so much entitlement there, which I think can happen with models sometimes. And I know everybody's just trying to find their way, but I think that people with good energy like Brooke and who are genuinely kind just will always have more opportunity laid out because people just want to work with good people. That's so true. And I've heard a lot of business owners share the same sentiment. Yeah. That's why I picked you to shoot for my new brand because um, I haven't really talked about the new brand at all on the podcast, but basically I am doing plant babies with every plant baby is paired with crystals and all of the pots and vases are sustainably sourced. And I'm so grateful and I want them to be good energy. And it's called Grow Babe. It's like a affirmation to like the girls like come on sis you got this grow and I want it to be for like the boss babes the the girl bosses out there so Brooke was literally like the perfect thing for that like
1: (laughs) the plants are so freaking cute (laughs) and I just want to say too on this podcast to whoever's listening the plants and the crystals actually give off a vibe I know it might sound like strange to some people but I get just such positive and happy vibes whenever I'm around your plants and
0: your crystals and you of course. (laughs) oh thank you so much and I really want that like I truly believe that I've like with this brand I have been really trying to focus on putting only good energy forward with it and like enjoying the process like if I'm like feeling like overwhelmed or stressed about it I try to like step away and so I feel like every time these like plants have been touched it's like all with like my love and light and so I just trust that when you get it it'll have a good energy to it to like kind of uplift your space and like plants in general I feel like just make everything feel nice and like it's like such a warm vibe to it. I feel like too um I like
1: that your business well all your businesses are really like well thought out because I didn't know that um grow babe was like a play on words too like grow
0: babe and then like <laughs> plants grow literally that's so cute <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much and um something that Brooke told me this morning um she was asking me like how sales have been and I'm really really grateful for the support and the love and everything in the sales that I've made but of course I think that all of us like it's it's easy to always want more and to lose sight of being grateful for what's there. But something that you said about, like, don't trust everything you see on social media. Do you mind, like, touching on that a little bit? Yes. Yeah, so
1: I was just telling her that a lot of people since um, starting a business is such a big trend right now. Well, mm-hmm. at least I feel like it is. I feel like there's so many people starting businesses just because it's like the popular cool thing to do so a lot of people will get on social media and just make things seem like they're so much better than they are and i know this is true because when i first started my business i would see people on social media like just you know you always see those pictures of people with all their packages and like all their sales and
0: stuff and I bet you've seen those too, right? Absolutely. It's very common. It's, it's like with the, the starting a business trend, it comes with like the let's show off the orders. Yeah. And there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Like if you're having a successful business, that's awesome.
1: That's really good for you. And you should like inspire other people. But I just know personally, like a lot of times it's not, everything is not what it seems mm-hmm. on social media. And it's not just for business, but just life in general. But when it comes to business, a lot of people will, like, exaggerate on social media. And I know it's true because I talk to real business owners who are super successful. Um, Some of the ones I've worked with through modeling in Hawaii. And all of them have said, like, their businesses did not pop off and, like, do numbers for years. Like, it took them years to grow and become successful. So it's just not realistic when people say, like, Well, for some people, they might get lucky and their business does pop off and that's awesome for them. So those people, you better be grateful because that's freaking awesome. (laughs) But um, for most businesses, even if you look up statistics and facts, like they don't become super successful overnight. It's just not realistic.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's so encouraging. And I I know this to be true, but I think when you're in it, it just I was so grateful for Brooke telling me that this morning and just like encouraging me. And I think that that's really inspiring for other people, too, because I think it's so easy to get caught up in Instagram and seeing these like perfect girls who have it all like their business is just pop in like from day one. It's like, oh, my gosh, sew it out like in like this week or whatever. <laughs> which is so awesome. And I I don't want to take away from that at all. I think that that's killer for those girls. But I think it's just scary to start a business and think about failing. And if you do end up gaining the courage to do it, and then just being like, Oh, my gosh, I'm a failure. This sucks. Like, I shouldn't even be doing this. Like, it's just good to hear that. Most people, like it takes time to gain traction and to like, get people to want to buy your stuff. I mean, shoots, it's like them giving their money to you for something. So yeah, that's just really encouraging. Yeah. So for like influencers and stuff,
1: I feel like they kind of have like a special advantage. Even I feel like for me, I had a little bit of a special advantage. Um, so we see a lot of that on social media. But in real life, when you think about like businesses that are huge and super successful, like forever 21 and like just any like super successful business you think of the ones that really stand out like nike and stuff i was actually just reading about nike and they rebranded they had like a whole rebranding they weren't originally called nike and the check wasn't originally their logo either Wow. i don't know about the logo but i know the name for sure was not nike and it was something super like you would never think that would be their name so in real life I feel like there's just endless examples of businesses that didn't pop off or
0: become successful for like years. It takes a lot of work. and stuff. Yes. Oh my goodness. So true. Such a good reminder. I know that a lot of the people that listen to this might be wanting to start a business or have a business. So I think that's just such a good reminder. Don't believe everything you see. Try to stay in your own lane. Don't worry about yeah. what she's doing over there. Like, be grateful for what's happening for you now. That's just so true. Try to find the things that you can be grateful for in what's currently happening. And I think living in gratitude is a good way to help keep that positive energy up, which is what will keep bringing you towards ideas and things that will help your business grow.
1: Yes. And I feel like not just for business too, but when you go on social media, just like keep in mind, it's not really real life. I feel like It's such a huge thing in today's society. Like, sometimes
0: we forget. It's like a highlight reel for everyone. For sure. I think that even though we were, like, joking about what it means to be an influencer, I think a lot of people really desire to have the kind of following that you do and to be an influencer. And I guess coming from you on your side, I know that you're really grateful for stuff, but what is that like? Like... What, what is it actually like on the other side?
1: You know, so it's so funny. Um, this goes back to me saying, like, about how people notice I just, like, kind of am lucky maybe
0: uh-huh.
1: in life. So it's so funny because people have this, like, idea of me as an influencer or whatever. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people just don't know, like, things about me and the type of person I am. Because growing up, I was, like, super, super badly bullied, like, in elementary and stuff before middle school, even in middle school, too. I was, like, never the popular person, and I was always bullied and, like, really, really bad, so it's funny now that I got lucky, as some might (laughs) say, and, like, I'm popular or an influencer or whatever, because I never, like, asked for that, and I never, ever thought that, like, one day I would be popular or something. So, yeah, everything is just not what it seems on social
0: media. Absolutely. I'm. That sucks that you have to deal with people bullying you. That's just so horrible. But I'm sure that made you so much stronger. And, I mean, when you look back about that, is there anything that you can take from that in a positive way? Yes, I feel like
1: everything about that turned into a positive, I don't actually see me being bullied as a negative at all anymore because I just feel like it was such a good foundation for me to kind of get that negativity, like let that happen in the beginning of my life so I can learn from it. And now, um, it's helped me in so many ways, but one of the biggest ones is like especially being in the public eye as an Mm -hmm. influencer, it's helped me to not take anything to heart. Like Whenever I get negative comments or anything, a lot of people, like, ask me, like, oh, how does that not bother you? How does that not get to you? And it's because, like, when I was younger, I was bullied all the time. And I learned at an early age, like, it's people reflecting their life on you. It's not about you at all. No matter what they say, it's about the kind of person they are. And I learned when I was younger that happy people, like, treat others in a positive way and happy people are happy towards people and negative people are the ones who are spewing negativity to other people. So I kind of learned not to ever take anything personally at a super young age. So now that's why people are like, Oh my gosh, that comment doesn't piss you off. I'm like, no, I don't care. Like, so now I feel like that
0: helped me so much in life. That's so awesome. And I, I think that you are, shockingly humble for who you are and what you have like the the vibe that you have and the way that you carry yourself is very much just truly humble which is not what you'd expect when you look at you on Instagram and not to say that how you're putting yourself out there is bad I think you're always positive and kind on Instagram but I think it's easy for people to be like oh yeah that's just like for Instagram though like she's actually a bitch you know No, I know a lot of people. Like, you're
1: genuinely good. Thank you. I know, like, you were thinking, too, like, before you met me, you didn't really, like, know how I was. So many people, like, tell me that. I feel like everyone I meet tells me that, like, oh, my gosh, like, I thought you were going to be mean. Like, everyone says that to me. So, I'm so glad. Honestly, I'm really glad that I was bullied (laughs) because I'm glad that I'm, like, a humble person and, like, I'm not mean like people would think that.
0: Yeah, I can imagine that being treated meanly growing up made you like, okay. I mean, just not ever wanna be that person to somebody else. Yes, exactly.
1: That's exact that's another thing it taught me like I never wanna be so in like such a bad or negative place that I'm trying to make someone else feel bad. Like I never wanna be in that position in life. And thankfully I haven't had to be in a position like where I'm
0: so negative. Yeah. If you don't mind, and if you do, like, totally fine, what kind of stuff would you be bullied about? So now it's so freaking
1: funny. So, like, <laughs> I'm, like, cracking up saying it. But when I was younger, I had a unibrow. So that's what I would always get teased about and, like, being hairy because I was super hairy, honestly. I'm really thankful for it waxing. So. <laughs> but you know what? I always joke now about it because people who – it's so funny. My best friend ended up marrying one of my bullies in elementary. Oh,
0: my goodness.
1: So whenever I talk to people about, like, when I was bullied, I'm like, haha, joke's on you because my unibrow came in handy because I have
0: real eyebrow hairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god, it's So true. Everybody, like, wants thick brows. Like, Like, brow lamination is a thing to, like, make brows thicker. And it's, like, so funny because your brows are perfect now. And I'm it's sure so people funny. are like, Think, like, wow, Brooke's eyebrow goes and, like, little did you know, like, they're these, real, baby. <laughs> these mean children were teasing her about it. But I can relate to that, too, because I totally had a unibrow growing up as well. You did? Yeah. How
1: did you get teased about it?
0: Um, No. I I got teased. I was, like, also really chunky. And I think there was more around that than the eyebrow hair there's a lot going on (laughs) I can't picture you being chunky oh my gosh I was so round (laughs) I appreciate that you're the bomb but yeah I think people suck and a lot of times getting bullied and getting negative negativity put towards you is what you said they're in a negative place in their life and they're just like projecting their insecurities onto you so fuck what any hater says as long as you in your heart Know that you are doing your best to be a good person and to be kind and to be genuine and all of these things. It doesn't matter what anybody says about you. Once you're successful, people are going to be like, oh, you know, I didn't like mean it like that. Like, I'm sure there's some like bully from when you're a kid that tried to hit you up later. Oh my life. gosh, literally every single one of them. And I, every time I'm like, in my head, I'm like, freaking what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Okay, one last little story about that. There was one time when I was in middle school, where this boy asked me to be his girlfriend as like a dare of like, a, oh, my gosh, so funny, like, like, ew, I would never do that kind of thing. Ew. And I was like, and he was ill. Okay. But <laughs> in my like, middle school self, I was like, so like hurt by that. Like, wow, like, that was really mean. Like, I actually was, like, wanted to, like, be your girlfriend, which, like, thank God. It was this, like, especially <laughs> since they did that. That's so mean. And so good because years later, all of a sudden, this guy is, like, messaging me, telling me, like, Shut up. You I DM'd made you. such a mistake. Like, you're so beautiful. I wish that I could have a chance with you. This is, like, my biggest regret, like, so ill like and i just like got to feel that power of like fuck you you're a dick like i would never be with somebody Dude. that's like that and you in general you know like just so funny but it's just, just to say see you never know in life
1: treat everyone good because you never know who's gonna be a hot model slash
0: photographer at and just to say you never know who's gonna have a hundred thousand followers be an incredible model, an awesome person, a successful business owner, little other things that we can talk about that you guys will see in the future of Brooke just killing it on her silent hustle. and I'm just so grateful to have you on this podcast. I can't believe how good this conversation was. I'm so grateful, guys. I've been really trying to manifest good guests to come on the show that really live this truth and this boss babe energy and manifesting and stuff and I didn't even like know that you like your story really I just knew that you were the queen of boss babe and so I'm happy that you came on thank you so much I'm so glad that I came today too
1: I feel like I always get really good vibes when i'm around you like you have a high frequency
0: that's another manifesting term (laughs) (laughs) thank you brooke and i feel the same about you and i think that this is going to be a really good thing for people to see um a realer side of you i mean not that you're not real on social media but it's just there's too much to put in instagram captions and stuff and to unpack and I think people will just really resonate with like a lot that you said and I'm really excited to share this and like have people see it and hear it oh I think that this you are just going to inspire a lot of people I think you're already such an inspiration with what you're doing and what's shown but hearing all of this is just really good like I feel inspired by you right now (laughs) like I always feel like that with, with when we do recordings like listening to the girls talk I'm like Oh my gosh, this is so sick. And then like the fact that I get to share it with you guys is just such a blessing.
1: Yay, I'm so glad that I was able to help inspire you in any way.
0: Yay, oh my gosh, I just love you. Okay, guys, please tell them where they can find you. Um, maybe this episode is going to go out next, like in about a month from now, because I do every other month. Sorry, guys, we're pre-recording this. So, give them the deeds of where they can find you. Okay, so my personal at is Brooke
1: Sousa and my swimwear page is bossbabebikinis.inc, but um, I'm not sure if it'll change by the time
0: this airs, so it might be something cheeky-kitty. I guess we'll see. Then. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm sure that she will be promoting it on Brooke so you guys yes. can find there and just look at how gorgeous this chick is like so fun love seeing all your posts thank you yes okay and then you guys can follow the podcast at Abundant Feminine And it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube every other Monday. New episodes drop. You can follow my personal Instagram at Krista Chambers. You can follow my photography business, where I met Brooke, at ChrisTaylor.photo. And you can follow my new plant business, which I hope you guys like, at GrowBabe.high. And just thank you guys so much for listening. If you feel inspired, please let us know tag us message us like let us know what you think and thank you again enjoy your day guys bye